vibe in the studio 1998 it's time to go it's it's one star podcast it's the hundredth episode extravaganza let's go 100 that's three digits nolan can you freaking believe that I cannot believe that we've reached 100 episodes. Yeah, I mean, uh, all irony aside, I I, I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't imagine us doing this for more than like, you know, a couple months. And then we're like, okay, you know, we're bored. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks maybe, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think we said on the first episode, you know, the good thing about this this type of format is that it's literally an endless font of content. It really is. I think that's it's it's mostly a credit to just the Google Maps experience that we've been able to do this for this long. Yeah, we're committed to doing this until we've read every single uh, <laughs> review worth reading on this show. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jack, I was just thinking we've so this means we've now spent at least we know we've spent 100 hours of our lives together. I mean, I know we've spent a lot more than that, but yeah, but even I feel like that's a that's a milestone well, for any friendship. We're we're, uh, we're one one hundredth. I think of the way to to mastering our friendship. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> so you you heard it here first. We're we're building our relationships on this on this podcast, and uh, and we're 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 bringing it to you. We're doing this for you for the people out there. Before this, uh, Noel and I had never interacted. That's, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> And if this ever ends, we'll never interact again. Yeah, so. yeah it's kind of there was a we we signed a contract that that would be that would, what we would have to do. Um, yeah, I'm starting to kind of understand how Mike and Mike in the morning felt <laughs> doing all those shows together. Yeah, I can't believe. I mean, I, I you know they they went they went for a good run and, and now they're gone. How long were they on the air? Do you remember? It had to be over ten years. Maybe I, it was like twenty years. Yeah, the only time I ever really encountered mike and mike in the morning was like when i was on a road trip uh and my dad would turn it on in the car and i'd be like sleeping in the back seat and i'd like kind of be fading in and out of mike and mike going at it about sports talk radio and having have taken calls that should be something we do next is like have live calls yeah we need callers <laughs> i mean i think that'd be kind of hard to coordinate but it'd be really funny to have to stop everything we're talking about we're like oh uh sorry we have a caller on the line yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have to do the thing that's like, oh, can you turn down your radio, please? <laughs> uh, sir, we can't hear you. <laughs> and then get into like heated arguments about whether or not someone's in the right for a review or something like that. It's basically like we're running the uh, Am I the Asshole subreddit, but it's a podcast. So Yeah, that's what everyone needs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got a whole bunch of shit to talk about on this episode. So what do you say we, we get into our, our movie corner, Nolan? It's loaded this week. It's a loaded episode yeah, for 100. It is a loaded episode. Um, but yeah, this the movie corner this week is uh, for the movie A Man for All Seasons, which aired in 1966. And that's what they call uh, that's what they call when movies come out. They say they aired on that. that they year. aired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually how most people don't know, but they get the films through an antenna. Yeah. <laughs> Now broadcast there's like a giant antenna on top of every movie theater <laughs> yeah it's like uh there's big radio towers that instead of saying like kfrx or whatever on it like go like going down the antenna it says m-o-v-i-e <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's how movies work yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't realize that uh you know it's the digital age but movies are still being sent over the radio waves so <laughs> 
now, Nolan, something that's interesting about this, the, 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 the reviews that you sent over that I was, that I noticed actually this weekend when you were posting some reviews on the one star account, uh, the, your, your reviews, some of them have this like yellow tint on them for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've just been reading about how bad blue light is for your <laughs> eyes. I mean, you know, you're not wrong, but I mean, I, I've never had it where like the, the blue light reduction thing, like, like still like comes through even through the screenshot. I didn't know it was like that deeply embedded. I thought it was just like your screen setting, not the, uh, like not your computer actually changing the color of the thing. So that's interesting. Right. Well, here's what happened is that I've been using my Chromebook Oh, okay. And they don't apparently they Google doesn't allow access to like the underlying API or whatever that can tint the screen. So I have like a Chrome extension that like does it that like does it manually. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's kind of weird. I feel like like Chrome OS should be more open than Windows OS. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I have a really old one, so maybe like like I don't like I think the newer ones like you can install Linux on, but I tried to do that and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you probably mm, actually I don't know. You'd probably maybe have to get like an old, uh, what are they called? Distros of, uh, Linux. Oh my yeah, gosh. I tried and it just nothing, it just didn't work, but I don't yeah, know. that's really weird. I don't know. I've, I've never really, I haven't tried to install Linux on a computer since like 2009 because I wow. did it once and then I was like, oh, awesome. Now I can use Linux. And I started using Linux and I was like, I don't really know how this is any different from Windows. Yeah. You got to get the, have you seen the Hannah Montana Linux? No. <laughs> That's my favorite Linux distro. <laughs> oh, I'll have to check that one out. No, I just I downloaded Ubuntu and I guess that's like the entry level loser one to get because <laughs> for losers. Yeah, because it just looks like iOS basically or Mac OS, I guess. And uh, yeah, I was just like, OK, well, none of my games work on this. And uh, I still have my I think I was running it on an iMac, actually. Cause yeah, I think I was gonna use it as a way to like play like Windows games, but I couldn't figure it out, so I just like gave that up and did boot camp with like Windows XP or something like that. Yeah, I love going to boot camp. Yeah, me too. Actually, my the computer I did it is like sitting literally right in front of me. I might mm-hmm. I might boot that shit up after this and, and see if it's still on there. See what's going yeah, on. Yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like a feeling of booting up a computer. Yeah, booting up a computer from 2006. So. Um, Okay, so our first review for Man for All Seasons. Do you want to read this one, Nolan? Yeah, it's from Steve Wilson. And he says, um, <laughs> three stars. Didn't view for some unknown reason. Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I mean, I think he's saying that it didn't work for him, but the way he he like makes it sound is that he didn't see it, but he doesn't know why he didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's to really say what like influences our actions? You know, do we have free will? Who's making these choices? <laughs> it's a very philo- He's asking some deep existential questions. Hey, here. Yeah. Um, I, I also really appreciate that. It's a three star review for some reason, since it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he experienced the movie at all. Um, and I mean, if he's rating the Google you know movie player or however the fuck he was trying to get this uh i i i would have given it a one star because it didn't work but whatever yeah he's just not sure he's just not sure he's like i don't know man i guess it's a three star uh next up is a review from p sharky who says two stars and uh this review comes from us uh from the past june 10th 2007 and it says a quote really poor a really poorly made film version of a great play. There's no end quote. Also, it was like a apostrophe, I guess not really a quote, but whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, and it says, any of the other films are better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> like any of them. <laughs> yeah. You can watch literally anything and uh, it, it it's going to be better. But he still gave it two stars, so... Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's the low bar for movies. There's never been a one-star film. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it wasn't the worst thing ever, but basically any other movie is going to be better than this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was better than dying, I guess. Yep. Yeah, his, he reserves the one-star rating for death itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, <laughs> this one's from Amazon Stockholder. <laughs> who says uh gives it a two stars and says not at all enjoyable terrible quality mostly poor acting despite cast of supposed quote stars <laughs> the script was almost comical at times is this what movies were like a few decades ago this film must have had severe budget restrictions like 100k total <laughs> i don't think that was the case but i mean he is the amazon stockholder so he's got a he's got like kind of an inside knowledge on how like money and budgeting works so maybe he knows yeah he could be right um yeah also um i don't really know what he means by a few decades ago he posted this review in 2013 and the movie was made nearly 50 years prior to that. So it's kind of like... Seems like more than a few. Yeah, like is half a century a few decades to this guy? <laughs> like, Apparently so. Yeah. Okay, our next review comes from Research Librarian. <laughs> oh my God, two stars and it says, A Christian film with cursing? <laughs> Uh, and this was reviewed on December 21st, 2016, and, and uh, research librarian said, uh, it said rated G when I purchased it, and it was PG on DVD when I received it. They cursed several times, taking the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been left out of the movie or at least edited out. I returned it. The movie itself was okay. It would drag on in many places. Your best bet is to read up on Sir Thomas More. And one person found that helpful. I mean, is she saying that she bought this movie for her kid? If I was this person's kid, or I guess I shouldn't say her, but their kid. Because, like, if I was this person's kid and they're buying me the like a man for all seasons <laughs> i would be like what the fuck let me watch like nick jr or whatever the hell <laughs> like if you're really that fucking like uh, uh what's it like uh worried i guess about cursing then i like get something else for your kid otherwise if you are an adult like seeking out g-rated movies because you don't want people saying oh my god in your media you're a fucking weirdo <laughs> Yeah, check out Finding Nemo. <laughs> do you think, do they curse in that one? It's a rated G, so probably not. Well, I remember specifically, I watched Herbie Fully Loaded in the third grade. And oh, yeah. There is a scene, it's a G rated movie, and there is a scene in which Lindsay Lohan says the word hell. Uh, Whoa. And I remember being really taken aback by that. I was like, wow, this movie's rated G, and they can say that. Yeah, that should upgrade it to a PG at least. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh but yeah also the ending statement where it says if you want to if your best bet is to read up on sir thomas more like who is this review for <laughs> right <laughs> oh my gosh you want to take the next one uh yeah this one from vivacia who says one star ridiculous uh <laughs> and i'm just gonna say this is 
this is just one this is one of the most unique amazon reviews i've ever seen <laughs> okay. so here it goes uh interesting over 200 people have rated this movie as 4.5 stars <laughs> so the movie should be great right how can Amazon expect anyone to actually rent this movie if they have seen the incredibly lame trailer? Amazon <laughs> should think about providing viewers with better trailers. <laughs> they aren't going to sell movies with trailers like this. How about providing viewers with the first 10 minutes of the movie? That should hook them if the movie is any good. <laughs> uh, okay, So this person first like doesn't really understand that the trailers aren't made by amazon yeah <laughs> uh i like the the idea of being like yeah here's your like a trial 10 minutes of the movie like if you like it you can rent the rest of it or if you don't like it you can stop there so this is a review of the trailer <laughs> yeah basically and i mean they are right i mean the movie's boring as fuck i've seen it before <laughs> right. and uh like i wouldn't rent it and i'm sure the movie the trailer uh it kind of shows how boring it is but you know people like that kind of shit they like historical i don't even know if this is fiction but historical style movies so i don't know i saw it in ninth grade i thought or 10th grade and i thought it was um really boring so yeah did this person watch the movie i don't even understand i don't like, really think they did <laughs> have they seen it <laughs> they kind of just criticizing amazon's like business practices and being like they should just let people watch the first 10 minutes and then that would hook them in and then they can uh, then they can pay for it if the movie's good, but if not, then it's not. And then the, then the movie just does bad. Yep. Uh, you want to take the next one <laughs> or yeah, I'll take from, this one actually. I okay, think you read the last it. one. This comes from Bob Swift and it says one star. That's Taylor Swift's dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Mr. Taylor Swift says not as described. The description says it should have, it should have certain equipment, but will adapt to systems without them. It didn't. So I guess so I guess I'm out ten dollars. What? Sounds like it's like a transformer or something. I, yeah, I like what is this? Is he saying that his DVD would ship with equipment to make it work with like other systems? I don't understand at all what this guy's saying. There's so there's so many people that have like fucking issues like this on Amazon that are like, <laughs> it didn't work with my equipment and it said it would. It's like, what are you using? A fucking like tape deck and you're sticking the fucking dvd in there i don't get it yeah he thought it was gonna adapt to his tape deck <laughs> it's very strange they should make they should just make like a vhs tape that has a slot in it that you put the dvd in and then it works in oh the VCR. that would actually kind of like, like the like a cassette tape that has the aux cord like attached yeah it's to kind it. of like that that, yeah. that same kind of thing that uh, would really help people i think i mean it would help people like bob swift that yeah. <laughs> apparently have not updated their movie viewing equipment in like three decades so <laughs> uh you want to take the next one in the response yeah it's from l boils uh he gives a one star <laughs> oh, God. complete loss while removing disc from the case, it broke into three pieces. <laughs> While removing the disc from its case, it broke into three pieces. So no view or review. Complete loss to me. <laughs> uh, and then the response from Chimancho Ch Ch mm -hmm. says, uh, the quote, reviewer provides a negative assessment of his own clumsy attempt to open the film. <laughs> No, I agree with Chimancho there, because uh, 
you can't really you can't you can't really blame the DVD people for like you not know how to take a disc out of the case or doing yeah. it the wrong way. Like, I've I've taken many discs out of cases and I've never like destroyed one trying to remove it from its case. Yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll take this the the last one here from Michelle, who says one star awful movie and they say what a boring movie nothing happened the entire time i was forced to watch this to write an eight page paper by a dumb philosophy professor (laughs) (laughs) oh shit this one is uh (laughs) the response is local it is yeah Uh, so the response comes from jim in omaha (laughs) and they say nothing happened the church of england split because causing controversy that exists to this day i suspect that nothing that happened was in your brain (laughs) i mean if you like extrapolate the like implications like societally of like what happened because of the events in this movie that they're they're right but if you talk about the actual events in this movie it's it's she's she's pretty much spot on there it's really boring yeah (laughs) sir thomas more gets thrown in the tower of london and then he gets taken out and then he gets thrown in there again i think he gets executed or something so spoiler alert yeah or you can just read up on sir thomas more like the first reviews <laughs> yeah wikipedia yeah or you can check it out like type in a man for all season on wikipedia and see if anything comes up <laughs> yeah god okay that's a man for all seasons uh the next next week is in the heat of the night which is another movie i have not seen so stay tuned stay tuned for that one Yep. Okay, now we're going to move on to these these Google reviews. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with something a little bit more thematically uh, related, I guess, to the episode. Uh, do you want to introduce what it is, Nolan? Well, I typed in 100 episode on Google Maps. Yeah. And turns out that that is an address in Irvine, California. <laughs> 100 episode uh yeah so the name of the street is just episode there's no street avenue boulevard or anything and i don't know if that's like common in california or anything to just have a street that's just named a word and not labeled street you know boulevard address or avenue whatever yeah but it's definitely common in this neighborhood because it got me kind of <laughs> looking at some of the other streets so yeah there there is a clear theme i guess of this neighborhood in uh in irvine california because there's a, a street that bisects it called Frame. Uh, and then another one called Masterpiece. <laughs> Do you see this other one over on the left side, uh, kind of west of the Cadence Park School? Uh, yeah. It, it was, Benchmark? No, no, no. The one, the one that goes, uh, what's that, north-south. Oh, yeah. That one's called Theme. <laughs> There's one called uh, and Sculpture. Then direct- yeah, directly north of theme, there's character. Character. <laughs> oh, drama. Yeah. Drama, measure, blue note, chord, cultivate. There's crossover. So there's score, and then there's uh, there's a really short one that's just called jazz. Yes. Uh, there's also pitch over here, perspective, uh, <laughs> scale. Uh, you'll be able to cross over spiral. <laughs> I like benchmark. It's like on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's Bravo. You can't forget about Bravo. Like the, like the TV show, uh, spectacle 
Cadence, but that's the name of the school, I think. Oh, wow. It keeps the neighborhood over is just the same. There's one called Mustard in the other neighborhood. <laughs> just to the west of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Where do you see Mustard? I see Magnet and Terrapin. Uh, yeah, it's kind of northwest of the neighborhood we were in. There's Mustard, Radial, Rake, gla- Grass Blade, got, Wagon. There's like six streets that are like that bisect each other called Fixie. Yeah, God, what's up with that? <laughs> Grass blade. <laughs> um, yeah, if anybody who lives in Irvine, California could reach out and let us know about why uh, the streets are named like this in this part of town, that would be really great because uh I think the only the only area of the of like of anywhere that we've looked at that has a uh, similarly hilarious and weird names is the air force base in uh, uh what minot north dakota yeah like missile road yeah, and stuff like oh yeah icbm boulevard shit like that <laughs> uh, but yeah the, the neighborhood's called uh orange county great park so uh, very it seems like a, a pretty upscale place just by looking at this photo of 100 episodes so. there's one called pixel if it's kind of like pixel art or like, like a, a, for gamers yeah or like the movie pixels with adam sandler yeah google pixel yeah <laughs> google there's a street called paramount <laughs> paramount uh then we got mongoose down here um cultivate beacon stellar interval Oh my gosh. It really just goes on and on. Yeah, if you want to go uh, look up Irvine, California for yourself. Yeah, go and go to go to Orange County Great Park and and find your favorite street name. Yeah, let us know what your favorite is. Yeah, what's what's yours, Nolan? Um, I think it's Jazz. Mine's probably Mustard. <laughs> yeah, it might be mine might be Mustard too. <laughs> it's either Mustard or Wheelbarrow. So yeah, there's a snack bar in the park. What the heck? I'm trying to... Dude, we gotta move to Irvine. Fuck LA. We're moving to Irvine, California. Yeah, we're setting up Irvine as the next <laughs> podcasting capital of the world. Yeah. A suburb of LA. That's like is in, it a suburb or it where is, is it? It's like uh, south uh, east of LA. Of like oh, greater okay. LA, I guess. It might be oh, is the orange for... Oh, it's for Orange County. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the OC. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so that's 100 episode. Um, okay, so for the reviews for this week, we've kind of decided that we want to do a little bit of a retrospective, kind of a best of, but kind of looking back and looking at some new reviews on on some some fan favorites. Um, so we're starting off with our friend Rick Phillips, who our good friend Gavin uh, turned us on to here. I think Rick is maybe my favorite character of the <laughs> first 100 episodes. He's <laughs> so good, dude. <laughs> um, and we've, we've, or Nolan, I guess, has compiled a, a, f- a few of, uh, choice reviews with some more that we will return to, uh, at a later episode. But for now, we're going to look at a few from his, uh, that Nolan has picked out. So Nolan, do you want to take this first one on McDonald's? Yeah, this is, I actually don't, these are mostly in Oklahoma somewhere. Yeah, I think is, they're around the Oklahoma city well, area. This one's technically, this one's in Texas. This one's in, oh, this one's in Wichita Falls, Texas. Yeah. Which I would have guessed would have been in Kansas, but you know, whatever. So this is like North Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's close All to right. Iowa. Rick says, uh, oh. Rick gives a five stars. Okay. Um, he says, okay, let's get one thing straight. If you are looking for a gourmet meal, you probably won't want to come to McDonald's. <laughs> but if you are looking for good, solid American food that tastes good, is hot and fresh and easy on the wallet. <laughs> 
you can't beat McDonald's. I have been going to McDonald's for 50 years and they never disappoint. That's a really good track record to f- go to McDonald's for 50 years and never be disappointed yeah. once. <laughs> I mean, I went to McDonald's today and I guess they didn't disappoint, but I've, I've definitely had the, you know, uh, I've been, I've been less disappointed at other places. So Yeah. Uh, the place is always clean as a pin. Okay. And if you don't enjoy McDonald's food, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> okay, that one I really kind of have an issue with. I feel like a lot of normal people don't like McDonald's food because it's uh, not that good. <laughs> that should be their new slogan. After I'm loving it, it's if you don't like McDonald's, there's something wrong with you. Oh my god! I, I watched when I was at uh, Christmas with my dad. Uh, a McDonald's commercial came on. I noticed that they're still using the "I'm loving it" slogan, to which I then recounted the um, story about how Justin Timberlake uh, made the slogan. Yep. He told me to shut up because he thought I was making it up, but I was not. So. <laughs> this is real. Your dad's kind of a music guy. I'm surprised he wasn't. Yeah, I was like, hey, you, into that. you know everything about music and you didn't know that Justin Timberlake uh, recorded the I'm loving it jingle in 2001 or whatever for six million dollars. OK, as well as a full length version of it with extra <laughs> lyrics, Yeah, with extra with bonus lyrics, bonus lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, that's Rick Phillips's stance on McDonald's. Once again, just a completely over the top, very positive look on McDonald's food. Next up, we have a review for IHOP. And this IHOP is in San Angelo, Texas. So two for two on Texas here. Um, And this one is a four star review. And Rick says, I love IHOP. The food here is always excellent and the service is great. The only reason that I didn't give it five stars is because I cannot stand the smell of coffee. What? <laughs> that's like one of the, I feel like that's a pretty universally well-liked smell, even if you don't really care for the taste of coffee. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, they say, and once you walk into this place, the smell of coffee overwhelmed you. I think he meant overwhelms you, but whatever. I understand people like to drink it, but please turn it down a bit. <laughs> how do you how do you turn down the smell of coffee (laughs) what a weird what a fucking weird gripe to have about a fucking breakfast place (laughs) yeah i went to ihop because i like pancakes but i hate coffee so if they make if they make the smell of the drink that's universally like very i guess very commonly drank at breakfast i'm gonna be pissed and it's not gonna get that perfect rick phillips five star rating uh, they say otherwise. This place is excellent for breakfast or any other time of the day. <laughs> I just don't understand what he's asking them to do. How do you turn down a smell? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe he thinks that the smell gets like really smelly if you have like coffee that's really hot. So he's like maybe turn down the temperature or something like that. Oh, maybe he doesn't really understand because he's not a coffee drinker. Yeah, that's what thinks- I. I mean, I think he just doesn't really. Yeah, he doesn't grasp how like scents work like on top of not being a coffee make a drinker so i don't know yeah he just wants them to be serving lukewarm coffee that make him happier <laughs> yeah can you guys just serve some cold coffee please thank you mm-hmm. okay next up is panda china you want to take this one Nolan? oh yeah this one was very interesting to me rick's just got he's got such a spectrum of like uh of like different takes and different ideas about things. Yeah. Also, I, I'd like to remind the listener that Rick Phillips is also we've we've because we've read a bunch of his reviews on several different episodes. But he uh, he's he's a, he likes places that the name describes what they sell. 
Um, so I think he had a problem with Best Buy because he didn't understand why they sold computers or something. No, no, he really liked Best oh, Buy because okay. he thought it was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like anywhere that has a confusing name, he uh, doesn't like because it's he doesn't get what they sell. Yeah, it just really seems like he review he like just looks around on the map and reviews places because some of the reviews make it pretty clear that he's never like never been. There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh Rick, Rick this is for Panda China. I don't know I don't know where this is. Mm-hmm. It's Oklahoma it, City. Oklahoma. Uh Rick gives it a two star. Um I wonder why they call all of these places Panda something. It is confusing to some people I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> I, it's literally only confusing to Rick. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I can't believe it's anyone else is confused by this. um i watched an episode of family feud where the question was named a meat you might order at a chinese restaurant they mentioned chicken pork beef and then one woman said panda (laughs) well panda is not on the menu here pandas are endangered species but if you're looking for all the other stuff come on in and try it out I mean, so like I feel like Panda China or like Panda any kind of Chinese restaurant is a a pretty good name for a Chinese restaurant based on Rick Phillips's usual uh, determination on whether or not he likes the name of a place because Panda should be pretty closely associated with China because they're only indigenous to China. But because because it seems to be going over his head <laughs> because this place doesn't serve panda meat and that it's not a common <laughs> chinese food he's like it shouldn't be named panda china <laughs> i uh, seriously i i just want to sit down and talk with this man i want to see <laughs> yeah, how know. his brain works and like why he leaves <laughs> so many fucking reviews on everything I also really like the fact that he's using his like an episode of Family Feud as like a like a cultural like barometer on like whether other people would agree with him on this point or not. Yeah, look, it was on Family Feud. Look, they know one woman even said panda and they they it wasn't even on the survey, so <laughs> pretty much that means over 100 people would agree with this. Okay. So next up, I think we might have read this one already, but I really like <laughs> the it. The Philip 66 review. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we did because I I definitely don't remember reading something in this cadence. But this is for a Philip sixty six outside of Stroud, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Uh, and Rick gives it five stars and says, "Hey, we just stopped in to fill up with gas before heading on the road. There's not a whole lot you can tell about a particular place when you've only been there once, but it seems nice, clean, well run place to go." He hasn't been going for 50 years, like with McDonald's. Yeah, this place he's only been to once, and it was to get some gas while he was leaving town. Besides, it's a Philip 66. My name is Philip, and I am 66 <laughs> years old. So we are both Philip 66. How can I give anything but a five star rating? Oh my God. Dude, this guy rocks. I love Rick Phillips, dude. He's so cool. I know. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, if a place is called, if there was a gas station called Jack Gell, I would definitely give it, or like Gell uh, uh, 26, I would be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give that place five stars. Absolutely. Or whatever. You have to. But <laughs> what a cool guy. <laughs> My name is Philip, and I am 66 years old. <laughs> so we are both Philip 66. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's so cool, dude. That is awesome. <laughs> 
this one you just labeled doctors you want to take the first one yeah he's a, he has a couple doctor reviews here and i just really liked his justifications <laughs> this was just kind of another aspect of the rick phillips universe that i wasn't aware of yet um this is for a doctor in i don't know where this is it's it's like oklahoma city okay the neighborhood's called uh, king's ridge it looks yeah like. i saw king's ridge i was like yeah if i just say king's ridge i think everyone will know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah uh so this is for the doctor uh party jeffrey pmd my guess is that it's jeffrey p or jeffrey party md right uh and rick says five stars awesome <laughs> i give most doctors five stars because if you're determined enough and intelligent enough to get through medical school you certainly deserve a pat on the back <laughs> so here's to all you doctors who made it through med school and through residency and through all the other hoops you had to jump through i hope you all do well <laughs> <laughs> So he just gives doctors five stars just as like a tribute to doctors. Has he even been to this doctor? <laughs> Which is not at all how Google reviews are supposed to work. Hey, good job on getting through med school, dude. <laughs> oh, Rick's, just, Rick's whole relationship with the Google reviewing platform it's so crazy dude he's got so many reviews too how much 2,000 reviews <laughs> he's the highest level local guy I've ever seen too level 10 that's so crazy <laughs> oh my god dude um, okay the other, the other doctor review is for uh, Dalton McKinnis MD which is in Prairie Queen which is a neighborhood in Oklahoma City and Rick Phillips gives it five stars and they say, I don't know anything about this doctor, but any person with the guts and brains to stick through four years of medical school and then an <laughs> internship and then a residency deserves respect in my book. If you are looking for a doctor and you live in this area, this guy is just down the street and you might want to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> He just admitted that he doesn't know anything about the guy. No, never even been to this dude. <laughs> no idea what he specializes in. Just knows that he's in the area. Also, this looks like it's just this guy's house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just, just based on Google Street View here, it is definitely just whoever this man is, it's his house. And Rick Phillips <laughs> was just on Google Maps and like was like, oh, a doctor's in this neighborhood. Must do home visits. So, so imagine you're looking for a doctor in your like in your neighborhood, and you come across a review that says, <laughs> essentially, it's just saying, "Yeah, this guy is a doctor, five star." <laughs> this guy did medical school, and I mean, if anybody can do medical school, they got to be a pretty good doctor. So, I mean, like, who he, does he think Google reviews are for? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just for like his personal diary. Like, yeah. or like, like a, a way to give compliments to people he doesn't know. Like he's, he's like genuinely a very nice and like well-meaning dude, but like, holy shit, this, the way <laughs> Rick Phillips uses Google, Google reviews is like one of the funniest things in the entire world to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I would just, I would love to talk with him. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I just want to mention that uh, we got to remember that we found him based on on Redbox. <laughs> we accidentally read a review of his on an ATM, and like I forgot about like that. Several yeah, months a different type prior of prior to us being like, 
does anybody know where we can find good Redbox reviews? Because all the ones we found suck. And then he, and then Gavin sent us the ones that were like, uh, Redbox is amazing. I just wish that they had they had popcorn. Yeah, he made that joke on like four different Redbox. He made it more than four. It was like eight. <laughs> God. Oh man. Well, that's Rick Phillips. Okay, so our next little little recap that we're gonna we're gonna take you on through is for the vacuum company in lincoln nebraska we're going way back on this one this is back from episode one and is it's probably one of my favorite places that we've talked about so i don't know if the listeners have the same situation but in lincoln there's like four vacuum companies right next to each other in uh like a neighborhood just south of downtown and uh this one um sparked our our interest in the man todd comester who uh supposedly review bombed this place and the owner called every review fake as a result yeah they called him a disturbed poster they did call him a disturbed poster so we've looked at rick or at uh that todd todd (laughs) at uh yeah todd comester a couple of times uh but uh i wanted to kind of look look back at um at the actual the, the the place that started it all, right? So uh we're looking now at a review left about eight months ago from a user named It's Amara Tafola. Um and do you want to read this one, Nolan? You can take the response from the owner as well. Yeah, they say one star. And this is you said this is from eight months ago. Yeah. Um I wouldn't even rate this place a star. Oh, here's this. Thank you. Absolutely disgusting service. My mother left her vacuum here on a Friday, called to get an update on Monday. Guy answered with an absolutely disgusting tone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Told me he wasn't going to work on it and to come get my vacuum, then proceed to hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Which is cool. Yeah, that's a really good way to do service. (laughs) Do not use this service. This is not a fake post either. So don't please don't let this people fool you. Yeah, it sounds like something Todd would say. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, it's Amara. Uh, you want to read the yeah. response from owner? Uh, because of COVID-19, the customer was told all vacuums had to be sanitized and placed in quarantine for four days. Evidently on Monday, that would not accept that safety procedures we require for the serviceman's safety, so they were t- told to come pick it up. It's that simple. So... Like basically they have like a policy where if they have a vacuum dropped off to be worked on, it has to be placed in quarantine for four days, which I I, I guess I get because they're not like people that are going to carry it inside of them. So it'll like die on the, on the hardware. And the person called being like, yo, where's my vacuum? And they're like, we can't work on it until it's been four days. And like, God, you you suck. Give me back my vacuum. Give me back my vacuum. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, then they were told to come pick it up then. So um uh let's see oh i need to sort my reviews because i was like where the heck is the next one um okay the next one comes from jen koshin it says one star just had a salesperson come this was seven months ago by the way just had a salesperson coming to my door trying to sell the cleaning service not professional soliciting door-to-door during a quarantine with no mask and the owner says call me at and then he posts his full phone number (laughs) And says, we do not have door-to-door salespeople. They have to be another company. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 
Uh, so I, there's must be some kind of confusion. Like just because this place is called the vacuum company, it makes me think that like a person who was trying to sell vacuums was like, they were from a vacuum company. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> they typed in vacuum company in Google and was like, you guys need to stop going door to door, which, you know, good point. But, um, just, just weird. Yeah. Okay. The last review for the vacuum store that I wanted to read was uh, for Edwin Aguilar. It's a four star review, and I have not been able to find it yet. So we gotta look. We gotta get both sides on this show. We kind of do. Uh. Oh man, where is it? There it is. Uh, do you want to read this one? Yeah. Except now I'm trying to find <laughs> it. <laughs> I found it. So if you want me to read it, I can. Just just go ahead. Okay, so this is a four-star review from Edwin Aguilar, and they say, Took my big yellow vacuum in, and it li- was literally fixed in seconds. Great place and great people. But the response from owners is the real icing on the cake. Thank you for the five-star review. Hey. <laughs> I gotta, maybe you should go double-check how many stars are in yeah they're gonna yeah they're gonna see it later and just be horrified i also love that brand i love my big yellow vacuum big yellow vacuum yeah it's like the man in the big yellow hat from curious george yep. the man with the big edwin's the man with the big the big yellow vacuum <laughs> yeah. oh man so here's a little recap on the vacuum company it seems like corky the owner of that business is still responding to every review and uh you know just just uh calling out fake reviews and stuff but also, yeah, it seems like they kind of moved on from the old line of attack, at least. Yeah, which is good. I like that the person like it's Amara really had to. They felt like they needed to be like, this is not a fake review. So don't even try that shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. OK, next up, we have um, a recap from the store Recycled Bicycle. And listeners will remember this one from episode 30, which was our episode with our friends on the on the band Talent Show. And uh, this place um, has a very uh, easily angered owner. And if we we talked about him on and this review is ridiculously long. I forgot how long this one. Actually, we're not going to read <laughs> Daniel H's review. It's okay. like seven or eight paragraphs. Um, but yeah, this guy, he chased a guy out of a store with um, with a guy and his, his daughter. And he was going to use the like a bike wheel to defend himself (laughs) and then another guy showed up with a motorcycle and was like hey can you fix this and he's like no and yeah so a lot of people in here too are like uh he sucks and he's really bad at like business and he's like always yelling at my kids to stop touching shit um let's see do you want to read david mccreary's review nolan yeah i would love to i saw they are offering curbside pickup so ooh, thank i need to get my bicycle curbside picked up so yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe they got, like, snacks or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, David says, um, one star, going in there was, like, Monty Python's Ministry of Abuse. God. Okay. It is it is quite funny after I cooled off and thought of it that way. <laughs> Actually, it was funny, and I wasn't mad. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take some time to cool off. <laughs> yeah. And then you just realize how funny it was, and then... Uh, he says to the man who plans to buy his wife a new bike there, send in somebody to set him off first. <laughs> okay. Then, then ask yourself if you want to support his business. You might find out why most ratings are one or five stars. Uh, so that's interesting. I don't quite understand that that second to last line so there. I, I guess it it takes a little bit of context, but like. 
every review on here is either glowing like they love the guy or it's a one star because he like screamed at them and like threatened to call the police or attack them so okay oh you want to take the response from owner his response says uh thanks david seems a little sarcastic yeah i think it is kind of sarcastic (laughs) uh the pandemic has affected the bike industry as a whole we basically sold out of bikes this spring as did most bike shops the supply chain has nearly stopped and even simple repair parts are hard to come by. If you don't have a repair to drop off or we don't have what you were looking for, I am not obliged to entertain you when I could be fixing customers' bikes. <laughs> so is this guy asking him to entertain it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, tell me a joke. Uh, trying to size your wife for a bike is difficult if she doesn't come in and a waste of time if you uncommitted to our price points on existing inventory. Uh, thanks again for your understanding and cooperation in these unprecedented times. Um, so, uh, so this guy just came in without his wife and said, can you size my wife? for a bike? Yeah. So like a, a theme with this is that a lot of the negative reviews are from people that are like, uh, yeah, I want a bike that's as cheap as a bike I can get at Walmart, but I want it to be really nice. Or oh yeah, <laughs> or, or do you have parts for my broken bike? I don't know what's wrong with it, and I didn't bring it in. Or I'm looking for a bike for so and so, and I don't know how big they are, and they're not here. So, <laughs> so you're saying maybe this guy, maybe the owner has a point with some of this. Well, stuff. I, I'm saying that you know maybe he shouldn't, f- you know, to use a pun because it's a you know bike stop. Maybe not fly off the handles as easy. Yes. Um, but you know he does have a a reason to be angry on a lot of these things. Um. The next review comes from Avery Schaefer, who is a local guide, and they say one star. Went in and asked if they would like a bike, like he was going to sell them a bike, I guess. Uh, Guy was working on one, but he didn't care. It felt like we were talking to a brick wall that could reply. So you weren't talking to a brick wall. So it wasn't a brick wall. (laughs) (laughs) So you were talking to a person. Right. He never. Yeah, greeted, people are kind of like walls, except that they can they can, they can say something back. Yeah. He never greeted me and my friend, and nor even made eye contact. When I told him my bike brand, he just straight up said no, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Very rude people. Parking is for other shops near. Went to Bike Rack, and they said they they heard terrible things about this place and also has experienced it i do not recommend this place whatsoever worst place ever they they don't seem to want to improve at all (laughs) so the owner responds and says mr avery schaefer we do not have any use for department store bikes due to extremely low quality (laughs) also our shop has is extremely convenient parking reserve or sorry our shop has extremely convenient reserve parking on the west side of the building (laughs) Um, so this person came in with a bike from Walmart and was like, Hey, I want to sell this to you. And he's like, no, we only take like, like good bikes. And he got mad. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, uh, let's see Amy Dillon. And this is another one that I, I don't really think was called for, but, uh, is still an interesting, um, oh wait, no, I think I might be thinking of a different uh, review, but go ahead and read Amy Dillon's. Yeah, Amy uh, gives a one star and says, The worst customer service I've ever experienced. We were looking for an old school bike to purchase as a graduation gift for my son. Awesome. Uh, When we told the guy there we didn't need any help, he told us his store wasn't a museum and don't touch and to get out. (laughs) (laughs) I have never been to a bike store and had a representative of a company act so horribly towards the customer. Even if they had the last bicycle on earth, I wouldn't shop there. 
Do you want to read the response from owner? Yeah, he says, uh, how about you teach your kids some manners? <laughs> Playing with the shift levers can damage the bicycle's components. Thanks for writing. These reviews help our shop grow. So this is kind of a an anachronistic response to it because it's the, the, the review by Amy Dillon was like five years ago. And the response was three years ago. So I really don't understand how mm-hmm. he would have been able to perfectly recall an interaction that he had with a customer two years ago when it seems like he has a lot of negative interactions with customers. So you think he just made it up like, oh, yeah, they were playing with the shit. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like, well, there was probably a reason I yelled at, your, at you and yeah. told you to get out. <laughs> Which might be true. But. I mean, yeah, but like this one seems like. They went in and tried to purchase a gift for their son, but they told the guy that they didn't need any help, which is weird because it's like, I don't know why you would go to a store. If you don't need help, just buy it online, weirdo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'm going to pick another one here. Um, Hopefully that we haven't read before. Uh, let me see if I can find this this one from. Oh yeah, this one's really good from Bailey Brewster. By well, the way, these all have so many thumbs up. Like everyone seems to be on the side of the reviewers. Yeah, there's it's seemingly some kind of brigading going on uh, on this review site. So this one's kind of long, but I think it's pretty good. Okay, and I also think the the owner has a point on this one too. So Bailey says one star on August eighteenth, twenty sixteen, at eleven thirty a.m. I went to the shop, being that it was one block from my house. I had been to Bike Rack, and then in parentheses they say excellent, which is very funny, <laughs> to have a flat tire fixed. They did a superb job. The problem is that I didn't know how to put my front tire on my or front tire back on my bike, thinking that I could just skip on down to recycled bicycle and ask for one minute of assistance to put my front wheel on my bike. The jerk of a subhuman told me it would be twenty dollars. <laughs> I said twenty dollars just for a simple human decency. He, and then in parentheses says Tyler with the beard, told me he wasn't going to look at me and walked into the back. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would never recommend this store to anyone. I believe this owner slash operator to lack the skills necessary to succeed within the business community. <laughs> which is a funny sentence written there. It's just a matter of time before he goes out of business and thank God for that. Also, there was not one person in the shop. I wonder why, Tyler, you should take your medication and visit the crisis center because your personality sucks. Wow, you don't need to be such a fucking asshole. Yeah, damn. If you cussed at me like these other nice folks who have written bad reviews, I don't think the outcome would have been positive. Well, it wouldn't have been because he was already making it negative, but whatever. I have already done my best to contact every bike shop to inform them of your policies and rude behavior. What the fuck are they going to do? do? (laughs) Are they going to run them out of business? (laughs) It's quite obvious that uh, it's quite obvious that you are woefully uneducated, but that's okay. Anyone with a brain in their head should avoid you like the plague. So let me tell you, I'm not going to read this next paragraph until after I read the owner's response because it's a uh, reply to it. But she wrote this entire paragraph because he had uh, the pride in his work to charge for like doing something for somebody. Yeah, her thought was like, like, I don't know how to fix this thing on my bike. Maybe I should go to a professional and also they should do it for free. Yeah, so uh, the owner rightly responds with, you paid another shop to fix your tire and you want us to install the wheel for free because we are closer to your house. We absolutely do not want you as a customer. <laughs> And then she responds with Tyler, please don't respond to this because most folks know who you who fo- most folks who know you consider you to be a liar and unprofessional, which I mean, the only people that are calling him that are the negative reviews on the site and everybody else who is like a regular and like actually gets work done on their bike and pays for it 
uh, has very good experiences with this guy. (laughs) Have you been checked for a borderline personality disorder? Once again, just baselessly, you know, accusing this guy of having like mental issues because she wouldn't, he wouldn't do work for free for her. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this place is what happens when uh customer entitlement gets met with like what it should be met with, which is like two middle fingers. Yeah. Well, I'm really hung up on that. That last one where like, I feel like she wanted to like speak to his manager, but because it's like he owns the business, she like, she like called every other bike shop in town yeah she's like have you heard about this guy tyler at recycled bicycle isn't he so awful and they're like "Uh, yeah i guess and what do you want me to do about it i mean they probably were like yeah come here instead yeah exactly it's just kind of like okay yeah like whatever uh but yeah no i i i totally think the business owner was in the right for this because like holy shit it's like it's a one-man operation this guy just like does what he loves to fucking like pay his fucking bills he's not gonna do work for you for free like fuck off yeah god (laughs) like i get if it was a perfect world absolutely i'm sure he would love to do that if like everything that was paid for but that's not fucking how the world works yep oh my god okay so that's recycled bicycle where we at 50 let's do listener reviews now Let's check it out. Let's check them out. I totally love... Oh, there's my email. I like that post that you put on the uh, one-star Twitter that was like, when Jack says, let's go to the listener reviews, and it's the, and then it says the listeners, and it's a picture of a guy like with his headphones on, smiling. Yeah, I bet everyone's, everyone out there who's listening is smiling right now. I'm really hoping so. Even if they didn't submit one, just because they know that we we care... This is, this is your part of the show. Yeah, we this care is, about the listeners. This is where the listeners come in. Uh, so if, if you're a listener and you would like to uh, submit something to the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at onestarcast at gmail.com and we'll go ahead and read it on the show as long as it's uh, number one appropriate, doesn't have slurs and uh, isn't mean to me specifically. It can be mean to Nolan, but not me. Yeah, just not Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's mean to Nolan, Nolan won't read it. If it's mean to me, I won't read it. Yeah, you could start. Well, uh that's sort of like maybe Mike when Mike and Mike started like feuding and had their downfall. Yeah, but then how maybe would this could be like our Mike and Mike moment? How would they know which Mike they were talking about? You know, if like if it was a it was if it was a listener uh, writing in with a mean like email about one of the mics, they wouldn't know which Mike it was. So true. Yeah, that would that would uh, we should have thought of that we should have had the same name when well, we started this you show. See, the, yeah, we would have to be Nolan and Nolan because Jack and Jack is taken. So. That's like a what, like a Vine Stars yeah, or something. Yeah, they were they were also from they were from Omaha. Uh, Are they like a band or just like video? They were Vine, and then I think they put out the yeah they put out a record called Cali Brasca after they moved into California. Oh yeah, and then they toured, but I don't know where they toured to. Um, but they did sell out Sokol Auditorium when they came to Omaha. So wait, well, like what kind of music do they do? It's like really shitty hip-hop if i remember correctly it's like oh cool i think it was like it was like uh basically like they took justin bieber's what do you mean and then just made it into a whole album but like with different words so, uh, they should have done the omaha mall song that's another good i mean i don't know why they didn't that's a perfectly good omaha song especially on a on an album called cali brasca yeah shout out to the omaha mall yeah well, you know that we bought the omaha mall okay so that's what it's called the omaha mall (laughs) well yeah it's it is basically the only one west roads now i mean oakview's basically dead crossroads is a pile of rubble right now 
So yeah, RIP Crossroads Mall. Yeah, RIP Crossroads Mall. If any listeners are curious, it was a former dead mall that I'm sure you can look up on YouTube that has very it's got 90s then it's like that aesthetic kind of kind of vibes to it. So remember you and Now it's an it's a literal dead mall. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Yep, now it is a parking lot, so. Okay, so the first reviews come from Jonathan and this is for the uh the domain in Austin, Texas and it says the email says reviews for the domain Austin's premier neoliberal wasteland. So not exactly sure what it is, but it kind of looks like oh, it's a shopping mall, which is it's a great I name. I thought it was like a with a domain. I thought it was like a website. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> oh man, you want to take the first one? It's got over ten thousand reviews. Yeah, I was looking at that too. What the fuck? I mean, I know Austin's a big city, but holy shit. Uh, this is from Gary, who says uh, one. He's a local guy, and he says one star. Uh, do a balance transfer of all your money when shopping here. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless your name is Needless Markups or OMG Gene Company, and at this point we're on all caps. Yeah, everything in the rest of this review, except for the one of the words or. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or sprinkle a lot of dough out of your pocket or whole lot of money for foods. I really have no. And then it just ends with a <laughs> comma like as if that there was more to this. Is he calling? Is he, ta- is he talking about Whole Foods? Is he calling Whole Foods whole lot of money for foods? <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. That's a kind of a good parody of Whole Foods. I like like so like his only thing is sprinkle a lot of dough out of your pocket. And then another one was Gene Company. So I don't really I don't know what those are. I don't know what's going on with this. He doesn't seem to like the mall, though. So. And what's a balance transfer? I don't, like, I, I think maybe like saying that you have to transfer more money into your account. So you have like a higher balance. But that's not what those are called. I'm not too sure where this person went to business school. But he should, or is he saying like he should transfer it out of your account so you don't end up spending too much? You know, that could be it, too. I have not not a single <laughs> clue. Like literally no idea what he was talking about. I wish I knew because it sounds like good advice. (laughs) The next review comes from Robert Raffle. (laughs) Just a really good name. And it says, first time there and we'll never go back. There is no smoking allowed anywhere, even in the public areas. Well, the whole thing's a public area. (laughs) It seems like that would be the one place where smoking wouldn't be allowed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I consider this as... I consider this an insult and I do not smoke. Wait, what? <laughs> what? We are supposed to be compassionate and to not set up a few select public areas for smokers is a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Or are the public areas not really public and are owned vertically to the moon simon can kiss my behind (laughs) what the fuck is this guy's problem he's like i don't smoke but this is so fucked he's just standing up for smokers rights even though he's not a smoker himself (laughs) who's simon yeah i don't know who simon is (laughs) like simon says that's what i was or simon Simon cowell Cowell. yeah It's a really weird <laughs> review. <laughs> you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, it's from Philip Cook. Uh, he gives it low. He's a local guy and gives it one star. Why do people even come here? It is overcrowded and full of is 
Is that a slur? Toffee nosed? I don't think so. I think he's saying like, like, uh, uh, uh what's it? Uh, like snooty rich coffee? people. Oh, okay. Toffee nosed rude people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that insult in my life before, but that's what I, that's what it would seem to me because like rich people eat toffee or maybe it's British people that he doesn't like. Cause I think toffee's British. I'm not, not too sure, but very, it's one or the other, or maybe both very strange insult to me. Hopefully it wasn't a slur, but I don't think it was. If it was, it's the newest slur I've ever heard. Right. Yeah. Next Phillip's review. on the cutting edge. Yeah, he really is. Next review comes from Nicole, and they're a local guy, and they say one star. I really can't rate this place. I only stopped at one store, parentheses Macy's. The store was clean, and sales associates were helpful. Otherwise, I didn't get a chance to explore the entire place. Reason I'm giving a one. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you give it? <laughs> just don't review it. <laughs> you don't need to. I'm- do anything <laughs> i'm gonna go review every place in the world that i haven't been with one star yep i haven't been here yet so i'm giving it one star just very just weird it's like that what was that song like i haven't met you yet it'd be like i haven't yeah, been there yet i just yet. haven't met you yet that song and it'd be about giving a one star to everywhere <laughs> thank you jonathan for those reviews moving on yeah to- i have to check that place out sometime let's see um next up is charles and he's his uh email says 100 episodes congratulations thank you charles thank you very much and uh it says if this is more lame than that time i sent japanese mcdonald's reviews i'm sorry happy 100 episodes i'm sure it's fine i don't even remember what that one was but um i'm sure they weren't that lame yeah we've done lamer this one oh so these are more for amusement park uh, which oh we yeah, read a we couple. were on this one last week. Yeah, last week. This is this one comes from Dakota Fryburger, and they say one star. I got kicked out, so that seems like a pretty fair reason to give a one star review for a park. <laughs> uh, do you want to read the second one? Yeah, it's um, do do do. It's loading. It's loading. I'm sorry. I don't know what's up with yeah. My what's going on with your today? internet? Mine, I'm mine loaded right, lickety split. I just got like the, the, okay, there we go. Uh, This was from Alicia who says two stars, definitely nicer and better maintained than Wonderland Park in Wasilla. So, you know, we all know that one. Yep. Everybody knows Wonderland Park in Wasilla. (laughs) Uh, But while my son and I were there today, I looked down and noticed trash and cigarette butts everywhere. I also found many condom wrappers throughout the park. Our public parks need better maintenance to, and cleanup. It is absolutely disgusting. I love the idea of like looking down and you're like, ew, there's cigarette butts on the ground. It's like, have you looked on the ground anywhere? Yeah. Honestly, though, many condom wrappers. Like, I'd understand if you found one or two, but like, what was yeah, going on? I mean, maybe she found two and she was like, there were many condom wrappers. People are having <laughs> sex here. And it's, it's also- just like hundreds of condom wrappers yeah. like, littering the ground. Yeah. Also, who cares? What the fuck? What's what's the difference between a condom wrapper and the rest of the trash? Other than the yeah, fact that yeah. you use a condom to fuck. Like, yeah, I think that's one of the coolest kinds of trash. Yeah, is she implying that like people are having sex at this park? I'm not not too sure. Because people do that all the I mean, they'll fuck in their cars, but it's like, who cares? Yeah. I think she, she should be happy that people are having safe sex at the park. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, people are using protection. You know, they're not trying to spread any venereal disease or get pregnant. Pretty good. I applaud everybody who's having protected sex at Amusement Park. Yeah, salute to those people. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, keep doing that. <laughs> uh, the next review is for 
um, Matinsuka River Park. I believe this is also in Alaska. Yeah, it's outside of Palmer, Alaska. And this is for, or sorry, this is from Sheila A. And they say one star, nice covered pavilion lunch or for lunch and 30 minute walk on easy trail. And they included three photos, nothing of the pavilion though. It's just like a kind of a curved tree, um, some cobblestone and a nice looking flower. So uh, yeah, it looks really nice except for the fact they gave it one star. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at photos of this. It's absolutely a beautiful park. Dang. It looks really, really nice. Yeah. But she's given it one star. So nobody else comes there yeah she's like this is my place you everybody leave holy yeah. crap yeah no this this place looks is beautiful holy shit i gotta go check to it out sometime fuck uh okay i think this is the last review yep from charles you want to take this one nolan yeah it's from the row <laughs> like uh what's that guy mike Rowe from dirty jobs is, yeah wasn't he in another thing too or maybe i'm just Probably there's also Rob Lowe, and that's a different. That's guy. what I'm thinking of, and I get the I, I put the first letter in the la, in the of his first name and the last the first letter of his last name, and put them together. Yeah, but this is not from either of them. This is from the row. Yeah, I'm also kind of a bigger fan of Chad Lowe, if I'm being honest. Chad Lowe, yeah, yeah, I like Chad from Alltel. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the new Jake from Allstate. Yeah, yeah, I was or State Farm or State Farm, yeah. Allstate. Yeah, I saw that guy on TV yesterday with Chris Paul. Yeah, I've seen a. I, since I was at my parents' house this weekend, I I watched a lot of cable TV because I was watching basketball, and there was a, I saw that commercial a lot where Chris Paul was hanging out in front of his Kia, uh, and was like, "Oh shoot, Jake from State Farm. That means I'm on a commercial. What's going to happen? That's bad." So. Yeah, got a lot. Got to love. I'd love to get like a complete collection of all the Chris Paul State Farm commercials. Is, is Chris Paul related to Jake and Logan Paul? Yeah, I think Jake from State Farm is Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris and Jake are brothers. What about Chris? Lo- is, Chris Paul is the third Paul brother. Yeah, that's what I'm. What about Logan Paul? Where's he coming coming to play in this? Yeah, he hasn't been in the commercials yet. He was too busy doing that movie Logan. <laughs> That was like about like Wolverine. That was yeah. Logan it was about Paul. Wolverine before he became Wolverine. I don't know. I've never seen yeah. the movie. So it was about how Logan Paul can like shoot claws out of his knuckles. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how he won all those big boxing fights. <laughs> yeah. He just sliced him with his Wolverine. Yeah, because he claws. just used Wolverine claws, and then he he killed the other person. That means he wins. So. Do you want to take uh, the Rose review? <laughs> yeah, this is um the Row who says one star. Uh, bring cash. I was told that the cafe would give you cash back if you ate there. They will have your car towed. <laughs> also, no cash back. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can't use your debit card and try to get cash back. So <laughs> I think they've changed. Uh, that makes it sound like if you ask for cash back, they'll tow your car <laughs> in retaliation. God. <laughs> Uh, was told also you could park down at lower parking lot and walk. I guess it's a difference in opinion depending on the Rangers. It's uh, the Texas Rangers baseball team, depending on how they're doing. Uh, Because the the owner's a big Rangers fan, so if they're winning, he'll be nice and you want to tow your car. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, all right, well, did the the Rangers beat the Yankees today? Yeah. (laughs) And lately they've been assholes because the Rangers have not been good the last couple of years. It's true, yeah. They've been kind of at the bottom. Yep. Uh, it's which is why this guy got his car towed. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's probably nice, but not too welcoming. 
should have known by the sign at the cafe, quote, restrooms are for customers only. What? None customers use the bathroom two miles down the road. <laughs> Other people seem to have no trouble, though. That's really funny. Like, uh, yeah, if you want to use the bathroom at the cafe, you have to buy a, a coffee. Uh, but if you don't, you can go to two, you can walk two miles down the road. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this place does look very pretty and I would like to visit it. So I hope that but they don't give you cash back. <laughs> yeah, I'll remember that. And I'll remember to go when the Rangers are doing good. So. Yeah, check the MLB app. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Charles, for those reviews. Uh, let's see. We got a couple from Gavin here. And Gavin says, here are some reviews for the Target I used to work at. I have a lovely 2021 one star podcast and friends. Thank you, Gavin. Okay, so the first review is from Centrifugal Muse. It's an awesome name. <laughs> That's a real name, I think. Yeah, they say four stars, had lots of variety, well-organized and clean for the most part. Employees were friendly and checkout was fast. Minus one star for disgusting bathrooms. And they included a photo of the bathroom and the bathroom doesn't look <laughs> that bad. It's like a pretty normal looking bathroom with like... There's one paper towel on the yeah, floor. Yeah, with <laughs> one paper towel on the floor. I don't... I don't understand what this is supposed to convey to me because it's a it, like this is very it's pretty clean. I mean, it's about as clean as I would expect from a Target bathroom, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, you want to take the next one, Nolan? Yeah, it's uh, from Kevin Funk. Yes, sir. Who is a local guide and says three stars. Just like any other Target, I rarely go there. All the red and white is visually disturbing to me for some reason, as are the bright lights. <laughs> What a weird take. I mean, this dude just has local guide-itis, I feel like, where they just have just just the strangest opinions on everything. Uh, they also have 243 reviews, so they're going stupid hard. He should wear um he should wear like those 3D glasses before he goes <laughs> in, like the ones that like block out red and blue. I mean the blue wouldn't do anything, but at least the red would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then everything would be too blue and white for him, so. True. Yeah, he's probably would complain about anything. Yeah, honestly. come on, Kevin. How would you? How would you deal with it, man? Yeah. Oh my God. This one comes from Stephen Morris, who's the drummer of uh, New Order, and he says one star, scary restroom. <laughs> <laughs> he's also scared of that one paper towel. On the yeah, floor. Yes. Someone could slip on it. It's like a banana peel. Hey, that's dangerous. It's scary. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take the one from Gary Wells? Yeah, we got Gary here. He says one star. The worst store in the area. Oh <laughs> this is because Gavin my worked there, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Was that three years ago? Was that at that time? I hope so. <laughs> um, uh, my daughter found a Hatchamill. Do you know what that is? Um, uh, no, but I'm gonna go ahead and look it up because that's sounds like a, sounds like a Tamagotchi or something. Yeah, I think it, it's it's like a toy. But let me look it up. Hatchamill hatchling. I think oh it's like a Yeah, it's like a it's like a surprise egg it looks like. Oh yeah. But it's got like a little like a little guy in it. It's like very it's like kids YouTube style like shit. Um yeah, kids YouTube is like the most normal stuff. I just watched, you know that the kid that made like 300 million dollars or whatever this year on YouTube. He was like uh he's like 9, his name's like Dave something and he's got like a channel called dave's world 
I don't know. I read uh, yeah, I think I've heard of him. What's he do? He just like does like toy reviews or whatever. But oh, I like cool. I I found out about it because of the the article that said he was like one of the most wealthy YouTubers like of last year, and he's nine. <laughs> uh, so me and my roommate watched a couple of his videos, and holy shit, they're just mind numbing. But um, yeah, <laughs> kids YouTube's a whole other rabbit hole if you really want to just smooth your brain a little bit you can watch some yeah, of that never facetime the minions at 3 a.m well, well that's not even that's like that's like uh, uh that, see, that's like older kids like 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 fourth and fifth graders uh, yeah that's on the more normal end of the spectrum well, it's not even normal it's just it's for older i'm talking like like baby style videos it's like oh, look at how cool this toy is yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly that's probably what i would have been watching if yeah, i, I mean youtube at that age is it, is it that much different from from a guy on youtube that i watch that's like look how cool this graphics card is yeah that's a lot of the youtube like yeah it's just this is so cool yeah, you have to buy this buy it buy it buy it as long as the guy's doing the epic face in the thumbnail yeah, I'll click as it. long as he as he as he's taking visual cues from uh the the nostalgia critic then i love the video so yeah shout out to this is like the second episode in a <laughs> yeah, row at least i think it's we like the third the episode critic. in a row because yeah. last week we talked about channel awesome and the week before that we talked about uh uh kangaroo jack yeah, I think. about his video about kangaroo jack so uh um, yeah shout out to the nostalgia critic anyway um so now we know what a hatchamill is <laughs> yeah. Uh, my daughter found a hatchamill no available for sale until 10 8 on the floor for sale we get the register to pay and find out we can't buy it. That's weird, but okay. I mean, so I guess they just start, they accidentally put it on the floor early, literally on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the part that made me mad is the no big deal response we were given. So I am standing there with a little girl crying and not so much as a sorry. We do a lot of business here, <laughs> nor anymore. I love, I love wording that like uh, wording that you shop there a lot as we do a lot of business here oh, doing yeah i love doing business at target <laughs> it's so funny yeah i'm a big important businessman and you just lost out of my business yeah okay so the next one doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but it comes from wayne bryant which i believe is a brand of some kind uh i'm gonna look that up wayne it's like kobe bryant or maybe it's a guy uh uh maybe i'm thinking of something else i don't know Wayne Bryant, I don't know, whatever. I, the name sounds ins incredibly familiar, but... Uh, Wayne Brady, whose line is it anyway? That's maybe what I'm thinking of. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Lane Bryant, and it's like, a, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it's a one-star review, and it says Chrissy Teigen. So. Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah, Chrissy <laughs> Teigen. <laughs> I mean, I agree with Wayne on this one. One star for Chrissy Teigen. Does she have like a line of products there or something? I mean, probably. I'll look it up. I mean, it's not spelled right, but I'm going to spell it exactly the way he spelled it. Chrissy Teigen. Uh, yeah, he spelled it like Chris Angel Mind Freak. <laughs> yeah. Target. Let's see. I bet she's a big Target yeah, shopper. It's, there's a, a line called Cravings by Chrissy Teigen. That's um, a Target property, it looks like. Cravings for, for what kind of a line is this? Like uh, They're just like cooking stuff. Like uh, pots oh, and pans, like snacks or something. See, that's what I would have I expected too. But I'm scrolling down. Yeah, it's like cooking utensils. Um, yeah, because you know Chrissy Teigen cooks. Like that's her big thing. So yeah, she's always doing her own cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shout out to our fat our uh, our the Chrissy Teigen cravings line. Yeah, you can go ahead and get yourself a nice deal on the Chrissy Teigen cravings line at Target. 
if you type in one star at checkout. So yeah, just reach over the counter and type it into their computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell them what you're doing either, because they'll know. I'm just putting in a promo code. If they get mad, it's they you, you need to yell at their manager. Yeah, then they'll they'll lose your business. Exactly. You know? I do. I did a lot of business here before they let they wouldn't let me type in the one star promo code at checkout. <laughs> Oh man, the next review comes from or thank thank you, Gavin. I guess for those uh, those target reviews, they were very good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, keep on rocking in the free world, by the way, Gavin. Uh, the next next email comes from Who Cares, which I I think this was Taylor, but I don't know. All the the ones that don't have the names, I'm, I they all blend together to me. But Who Cares says uh, Six Flags New Orleans, and or New Orleans if you want to be a cool American, and says. Um, Apparently, you can still review Six Flags New Orleans on Google, and a lot of people are upset about it. I think Six Flags New Orleans closed, like, recently, like, in the last couple of years. Dang, RIP. Um, okay. Why is it called Six Flags? What are the Six Flags? Uh, it's a re- So, like, it started in um, Arlington, Texas, and it refers to the Six Flags that have flown over Texas. Um, and then they're, like, a whole amusement park conglomerate so it doesn't really make sense when it's like six flags louisiana or whatever because it's like do they have like six flags out front they do they have all six specifically in six flags over texas they have all six flags that have flown over texas wow yeah that's uh that's pretty cool yeah. someone should fly some more flags over that's what texas. i'm saying maybe we quit seven or eight maybe even nine who knows yeah they should get more flags but yeah that's six flags in arlington is the only one i've ever been to but uh it's cool. It's a, it's a fun amusing park. They have a deal with Warner Brothers, so there's a lot of Looney Tunes stuff there. All I knew is they had a deal with Roller Coaster Tycoon, so you could like build Six Flags Wait, really? parks on that. Yeah, that's how I that was on on Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Oh man, I didn't know that. I got to play a little bit more Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Fun game, or as I call it, RCT two. Yeah, kind of the gamers call it that. Yeah, it's kind of the abbreviation for gamers. Uh, do you want to take the first review for Six Flags New Orleans? Yeah, this is from uh, Sir Mike Hoffman. And they say uh, five stars. They shot NCSI New Orleans Jurassic World there. What? What's that? (laughs) I love that show. That's my favorite show. (laughs) I love NCIS New Orleans Jurassic World. No, it's NCSI. NCSI. It's like a mix of NCIS and CSI. <laughs> that's a real, that's a fucking fantastic review. Oh my God. Um, okay. The next review comes from Ava. Why would they shoot Jurassic World at an amusement park? Well, I don't think they did, but. <laughs> Wait, I guess that is about amusement park. I haven't seen Jurassic World. Yeah. Well, there's also a game called Jurassic World that's based on the Jurassic World movie, I would guess. Is it about, I thought the Jurassic, I thought, I assumed that the Jurassic Park was about the park and Jurassic World was about the whole world. <laughs> yeah, they go back in time when the Jurassic period was going on. It's like the Jurassic World. Yeah, I had never, the closest I came to seeing that movie was having the Jurassic Crunch Blizzard at Dairy Queen. Oh, shit, I forgot about those. I didn't see the movie either. I also didn't have that, but they looked pretty good, so. Yep. Next review comes from Ava Kennedy and Ava says five stars. Great attractions. Free. Almost no lines. Make new friends. Parentheses. Police. (laughs) (laughs) Get tinnitus. Get eaten by an alligator. No reasons not to go. It was tendinitis, not tendinitis. Tendinitis? 
Yeah, you could probably get tinnitus <laughs> yeah, there yeah, too. From though. the roller coasters. Tendinitis, like I guess they sat on a nail or something. But the joke Yeah, they put maybe you... tetanus, wouldn't it? What's tendinitis? I, I feel like tendinitis is like arthritis. Uh I spelled it completely wrong, but yeah, it says tendonitis is an inflammation or irritation of a tendon, the thick fibrosis cords that attach to muscle, the attach muscle to bone. The condition causes pain and tenderness just outside of the joint. While tendonitis can occur in any of the tendons, it's most common around your shoulders, elbows, wrists, knees, and heels. And it's most common at Six Flags, New Orleans. Apparently, I th- well, the joke is supposed to be that like it's closed or whatever, but I don't really understand how you get tendonitis from going to the amusement park because that's like an old age disease. Yeah, well, they said, and then they said they have three of the dollar sign emoji, like the dollar sign mouth. sticking out their tongue. Yeah, like put your money where your mouth is. So wait, are they saying that it it's it's closed or that it, you have to? It costs money to go. I think they're saying that you get it's a good deal. <laughs> oh, it is a good deal. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's closed. Do you want to read the next one? <laughs> yeah, it's from Little Pizza Boy sixty <laughs> four. That was my favorite N64 game. Yeah, me too. You, you go play a little pizza boy and you drive around. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lego Island 1. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and this is just from a month ago, and uh, they say one star. Will you people please stop saying that this place is still open? Just stop. It's gone. It's not going to be open again. <laughs> little pizza boy 64 is like pretty peeved that people are like, yeah, it's open. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Gotta accept that it's gone. Uh, okay, the next review comes from Hunter Dennis, and their profile picture is the most interesting man in the world, but the original one uh, from the meme. And it says, one star. And it says, this amusement park has been closed since August 21st, 2005. But it's still up on Google. How the fuck is it still up on Google? <laughs> like like this would have been before google maps was like even a thing like, yeah i i thought it closed like a couple of years that's ago that's what i thought too but i mean if this guy's correct shit i yeah somebody needs to get get fucking on this on google it must have been it must have been hurricane related yeah because that was yeah oh maybe that's what the yeah that's what the joke is it's uh august 21st 2005 was hurricane katrina is that what closed the park, though, for I real? I don't think so. I'm going to look it up. New Orleans. Oh, fuck. I put this in the wrong. Six Flags. It says, when the first thing that comes up in, uh, uh, when I type in Six Flags New Orleans, is Six Flags New Orleans underwater, and then the other one is before Katrina. Oh, maybe so, it did. Let's see. I'm, I'm just on the Wikipedia right now. It did close on August 21st, 2005. Oh, man. Why is it still on Google? I don't know, but the slogan was it's playtime. So. But it used to be known as Jazzland from 2000 to 2002. So. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So I guess it probably did get closed because of Katrina and they just were like, we can't recoup these costs. Makes sense. Um, we can't remove this from Google. That too. That's the weirdest fucking part. Uh, do you want to read the next one? Yeah, that's from Ambika Osborne. He says one star permanently closed. Okay. <laughs> and so people are like still reviewing this. This is from a month ago. Yeah. Um, and still feeling that they need to inform people that, that like, <laughs> I mean, that is kind of crazy, but like, I feel like if you're like planning a trip to New Orleans, you, you would have to like get more if all you did was look at google maps you would legitimately think there was a six flags park there perhaps i mean if it was me yeah i'd be like 
Oh shit, we should go to Six Flags. I can't believe that number one, it hasn't been redeveloped uh, into anything. Yeah. And number two, well, they're too busy shooting NCSI New Orleans <laughs> Jurassic World. Yeah, that's true. I guess I, I, I can't, I shouldn't discount the fact that it's a movie set now. Uh, the next review comes from J.M. Strasener, and they say one star. This park has been closed for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you want to take the last review? Yeah, it's from Davini Troy. He says one star. To everyone thinking this is still open, stop posting reviews of this park. This park has been closed since Hurricane Katrina and never reopened and may be demolished. Why is it may be demolished? It's been 15 years. <laughs> like, yeah, damn. Like, holy shit. Just demolish it already. Like, also, I don't know why you can't just fucking remove it from Google. Because that's what another... So I told you a couple weeks ago that my thing was recently just, like, adding places that don't exist to Google and, like, neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, that's right. My new thing in the last few weeks has been, like, reporting, like, legitimate businesses as being fake and, like, getting uh -huh. them removed from Google. And that one hasn't been as fruitful. Most of the ones I report do not get removed. But uh, I think I just added another Casey's... Yep, I did. Right here. It's on <laughs> 167th and V uh, in Omaha. Uh it's a Casey's. Let's see if there, there's no reviews, but it is clearly a house. If you click on the <laughs> the thing, I, I'll send it in the Skype chat because it's really it's that's one of my my finest works. That's ridiculous. Like it highlights the house and everything. <laughs> well, what can you? How much leeway do you have for what you can add? Just like literally you just, anything. It's a, you can say add a business, and then you type in the name and then what it is, and then you, you then it's on there. But so you can put the name of like any established business, like Walmart or anything yep. else. Yep, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, follow, click on that link. Uh, that's I added that like two weeks ago. <laughs> How do I get to chat? Oh, there's chat. Yeah, <laughs> the picture is just a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I've seen like I've definitely seen some like this where like that one I posted on the Twitter that just was called The Simpsons and it was somebody's <laughs> house like in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, you can do, you can literally add anything to Google and there is like next to no moderation. I think as long as you don't name it a bad word, it's good. Like cuz there's a gas station next to it that is in all lowercase called BP and there is a BP there but um I don't know why it's in all lowercase cuz nothing else is stylized like that. Yeah. <laughs> Casey's gas station. <laughs> Now you got me you got me thinking like what kind of like social engineering pranks could you play with this type yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Well, that's my thing. I'm like I wonder if anybody has gone to this house like a, like anticipating that it's going to be a Casey's. It doesn't make me feel that bad because there's a a BP like a quarter mile away. So if they come right. in they're like, "Oh, there's nothing here. They can just go to the corner." But Well, like if you were yeah, if you were in that neighborhood and you asked your phone like, "Where's the nearest gas station?" would it would it send you there? I hope so. I mean, I don't know if it goes on like number of reviews or like verified visits or anything like that, but yeah, I don't I just I, I get bored sometimes and i'm like okay well now there's a casey's in this and on this house this house is now casey's i mean you could really wreak some havoc with yeah this. The, i'm gonna put uh, another location uh, the white house it's in uh like like uh, portland oregon so you know, yeah. you know travelers are gonna plan huge trips to the white house and go to oregon so uh-huh yep but uh damn that's crazy <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I feel like that, like people trust Google. That's just like bending the fabric of reality. It's so crazy that you, there's literally no oversight that you can just do that. <laughs> it's so stupid because I literally I added it and then I checked the next day and it was there. So it's kind of just like, oh, okay. So they, I mean, they just didn't check. Like, <laughs>
<laughs> like it can't be that hard to check if there is a ver like a registered business at that address. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, businesses can't. I I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess when you consider the entire world, the map probably is legitimately changing pretty often with like places going in and out of business. Sure, but you, you got to imagine that you can at the at the very least in the U.S. you should be able to cross reference some kind of legal document that will like yes, verify of <laughs> like whether or not a thing is there. But like, is this seriously how far we fall? And like, is there no like? Like, like, so like the yellow pages have just been replaced by like a wiki, essentially. There's, there's literally more oversight on the Nickelodeon.com forums than on Google, <laughs> Google Maps. So, uh, very weird, but they, God, that's crazy. They somehow know if you're requesting a place to be removed, that it's a real business. I don't, cause the, those ones have all been, um, they've been, they've been in vain except for like two that were like clearly not real businesses that I got removed. So yeah, if like your local Walmart is too busy, you could just remove it and then less people will go. Exactly. There. That's yeah. Doing social engineering stuff. So yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you. Who cares for those, uh, those reviews. And I think that'll do it for this episode. It's been a hundred, hundred episodes. Here's to a hundred more. How about that? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, that will do it for this one. We I will... want to say thanks to all thanks to all the listeners too oh, for sticking with yeah. us for a hundred episodes. Yeah, if if nobody listened to this, we would not have been doing this for this long. So absolutely, thanks. yeah, this is this is your fault. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Um, we we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts, and we hope that you continue to do so. So, anyway, we will talk to you guys on the next one. Goodbye. Bye.